I'm Mel Stewart, and this is the Swim Swam Podcast. Joining me today, we have a very special guest. Today, we have the elite of the elites. We have four-time Olympic swimming medalist, seven-time world championship medalist, two-time Olympian, and team speedo athlete, Abby Weitzel. How are you doing? Hello. Good. I'm, I'm great. How are you? that you you went vertical to get your full speedo, speedo oh brand yes there. you gotta show the speedo off Here, here's an insight into the future you're going to you know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a great life you obviously have, are, are developing great habits and hobbies now to live beyond <laughs> swim you've got you've got that cal education behind you and the <laughs> only do. thing you're gonna have few remnants that actually see the light of day in, in your life. And it's going to be your, 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 that the speedo sweatshirt and that, that comfy speedo sweatshirt and the speedo <laughs> t-shirt that you're going to wear around your house. Oh my gosh. I have so many speedo sweatshirts and they're all so soft. I, I love them all. There's, I have like XLs cause sometimes I like, or two XL, I have like a two XL one that I like to just like curl up in. And then I have ones that actually fit me. And then I have ones that they've made me for trials with my name on it. I have so many, there's so many options all the time. <laughs> well, before we get into it, guys, if you're on Instagram, don't blow up her, her DMs, but you can follow her <laughs> at Abby Weitzel. She's got the blue check mark. She's, she's legit. But you really, if you really do a deep dive, if you really want to know what's going on, you've got to follow her other account, AW underscore refurbished. If yeah. you're not following, if you're not following that, <laughs> then you really don't know. Abby. I randomly post on it. I've started back up again. I've started back up again. <laughs> I like I, I like all your I have posts. a piece I sitting on cool. my yard right now. I'm working on. I know. I started well when I restarted it. Um, I I didn't touch it for like a year. Like I started it in quarantine, and then um, I had like trials in the Olympics, and then just ISL and et cetera, et cetera. So I had all of the the traveling, and I never got to it. And then a year later, recently, I was like, I'm gonna get back into that. So. I have some new posts up there and I was like, maybe I'll put it on my real Instagram. People will actually follow this one. So <laughs> I never thought that I would be a person who like would, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's like, it's like the IG thing that I'm into. It's like, I pull up the account. Oh, it's furniture. Ooh, look what you can do with this. Yeah. Furniture. <laughs> so you refurbish I'm furniture. Learning. I do. I'm learning. It's a, it's a, I'm a very artsy person. I, I have been for a long time and I love to do art and paint and draw. And, um, I have to be in the mood for actually like drawing and stuff. And in quarantine, as we all did picked up random habits or, uh, hobbies and I picked up furniture refurbishing and it's just like something fun and artsy to do during the day. Um, when I'm not training that gets me like out of swimming mode. And I really like that. Um, it's just something like creative for me to do. Um, and it's like a little side hustle too. I flip it and I sell it and, um, it's really fun, especially living in the Bay area. There's so many, um, options for like used furniture on like marketplace, which is where I normally get my stuff. So, or living in Oakland and Berkeley, there's a lot of stuff put on the side of the road, like from college students and et cetera, et cetera. So I just find it and I redo it and it's super fun. Would this side hustle develop into a career? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know if I could like make a whole living off of it. Um, I would have to like, you know, gain some more followers and like 
be kind of a social media platform as a career. And then I don't think I can make enough just off the furniture. I would have to be like banging those things out. But um, I mean, who knows? I, I don't really know what I want to end up doing. I, I could see myself doing a lot of different things. Um, but I think I, I for sure will like to do something. I know I have to do something creative when I'm done swimming still. So the secret sauce of all great artists is, is, is truly a secret. Like, like Michelangelo. <laughs> Everyone thinks Michelangelo did all of that work. No, that, that was a CEO <laughs> position. And um, yeah, there's the, so you could get your minions below you doing your type of refurbishing and then you could, you could scale it out. <laughs> oh my God. I know if I really want to do it, I can find a way. I'm not sure if that's like what I want to end up doing for a living. But who knows? I, I don't know. I'm taking one step at a time. <laughs> I'm taking, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm doing a really evil thing, which is, you know, you have swimming, which is like this, this thing that everyone does and they love and it, and it makes you, puts you in the present and it makes you healthy. But you, you have this side hustle, which during the pandemic, which obviously you were able to focus on, not think about swimming, not think about anything else and be present mm-hmm. with what you're doing and yeah. I'm screwing it up. No, 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 no. I, I like, it's funny because I, when I turned pro and my NCAA season was over, I stopped. It happened to be quarantine year. So that was my lead into pro <laughs> was quarantining. Um, and, but what, what COVID taught me like being in quarantine and also like living the pro life is that I really need to be intact with my life outside of swimming to be successful in swimming. If I have just swimming, especially recently, like it'll drive me nuts. So I really have to have something going on outside of the pool, which is like my furniture, even if it's small, you know, I have two dogs, they drive me crazy. I take them out every day, you know, some, some responsibility to do outside of swimming. Otherwise I'm going to, I'm going to go insane. So, um, I think just being in the sport longer, not that I don't love it anymore. I still, I still love it. Um, but just like finding other things to do in my life and feeling like I have something else in my life besides swimming. Um, so just personally, if I just live and breathe swimming all day long, all the time, I'll well, probably quit. <laughs> we're, we're, well, we're, we're going to get into swimming. I'm just real curious about you. And we're going to get into swimming so that people, you know, we're going to, there's some interesting topics I want to cover, but uh, I just wanted to check in with you about the refurbishing. Cause it's the, it's the one thing I do. If I ever see your account, I always pop over and look at your other account. Um, yeah, I'm, thank I'm you. Into that. <laughs> it's, um, you know, you're, I, I do, I, something I think that's interesting is that uh, from the outside looking in, it appears that, you know, elites are getting older and older, they're having longer and longer careers, but the ones that are successful do continue to live and mm-hmm. become adults and develop these other interests. And, that, and, mm-hmm. and they last longer when they do that. Um, is it, is it, can we throw basketball in the mix? Is, I understand you're a big basketball fan. Um, I actually am not. Well, I like, I do enjoy, I, okay. So wait, where'd you get that from? Um, I, I talked to staff and said, Hey, what, you know, give me something left field. They're like, she's a basketball <laughs> fan. So I don't know where I that think came people from. probably just, if you just talked to someone, probably someone said that because of my latest Instagram post. I enjoy going to games. Like I love like going to sports games, like football, basketball. Do I, did I grow up watching sports? No, I wish I did, but I didn't. My family like didn't watch sports when I grew up. Um, My boyfriend's family, I live with my boyfriend, huge sports fan. So I have sports on more often in my home, I guess you could say, 
but I love going to sports games, whatever it is. Um, and I was recently invited to the March Madness game that was in San Francisco, which is why someone probably was like, she's a huge basketball fan. Um, I, yeah. So I was, re- that was like so cool. And I really enjoyed that. But do I like sit on my couch and like know what's going on the entire season? No, I'm not going to lie. I don't. But on the bright side for whoever is watching next to me on the couch, I'm a bandwagoner and I'll root for your team. So <laughs> The question was a fail. We'll just call it what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, fail. I know. I can't lie. You're like, I hear you're a basketball fan. And I'm like, well, no, but uh, I wish I was. And, you know, I went to the Duke game, and I, I feel like I'm a bandwagoner Duke fan now. So there we go. You know, I so would you, love to grow into a basketball fan. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's your boyfriend has it on. It's on the house. But what, what are you streaming? Like, what's your, what's your go-to? For TV? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love TV. I'm an avid TV watcher. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll watch anything. You know, I love the my favorite show of all time. I am known for loving Friends, New Girl, those kind of comedy shows. I love them. I could watch them all day long. Great background noise. Um, and they just make me laugh. I love crime shows. I love movies. I love, I love like all types of shows. I'll watch anything. So, um, I love when a new show comes on, like, and it gets popular and it's really good because I'll just binge it. Um, but I would say for the average, like, just background noise, throwing something on the TV, probably like New Girl or Friends or something like that. I love just like a good giggle. <laughs> okay, I'm Gen X. So, you know, Friends was happening when I was living in LA. It was, you know, it was a thing. It was a weird thing. And my, so my, my daughter's about your age and she is like so into Friends, would binge it all the time. It was Mm -hmm. always on. It was background, always on background. So Mm -hmm. it's a great background shows. Like any of those types of shows, like I said, new girl, the office, I love them all. And I'll just have them on. Um, but I do love to binge a good new show, um, serious action, whatever it may be. So. All right. So we we covered furniture. We found out that basketball is a fail, but but you're supportive. (laughs) Um, I don't know who got that. I was a huge basketball fan it must have been my recent instagram post but that's sure yeah i i do love going to games i don't want people to think i hate sports <laughs> i i mean I, th- I think with your hardware your olympic hardware and your your experience i don't think anyone's gonna <laughs> gonna level that at you but the um so let's we, we, here's, here's the thing i don't want to go into like look back at the pandemic and talk about it. it's kind of been positive for you but it was a stressful time. The Olympics were a stressful time. And we can talk about boundaries now. We can, I can say, you know what? You, you've let us know. At Swim Swam, you said, hey, guys, come on. We're human beings here. You, you, have, you have good boundaries. So I, I think that's tough to manage when you're an elite. And, um, and I'm a proponent of good boundaries. So if you had to talk to, if you had to, talk to any developing elites we have you have younger you know speedo stars coming up we got erica sullivan's new to the team team Mm -hmm. speedo and she is very engaged you know what's your advice to someone like an erica sullivan um i think you know some people are more vocal about their opinions on social media um some people aren't i would say i'm not very vocal necessarily about politics or anything on social media if someone straight up asks me something, I'll tell them what I think. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Um, so my like advice to, I mean, people are different, but 
you know, I felt the need to be like, Hey, swim, swim, you know, um, I didn't appreciate this. And I think I said it in like, I, I said it on, so people know what I'm talking about. I said it on Instagram. I DM them back because I was tagged in something. And, um, I think I was stressed out and it was around trials and I was like, I don't appreciate this article. Um, and I think it's okay to, to say that. I think it's, you my advice is to always stay respectful. Um, no matter what you're saying on social media or to someone in general, you know, try and say it in a respectful way. Um, but don't be afraid to voice your opinion, you know, don't hide under a rock. And, you know, if, if you're a vocal person, um, I know Erica is like you mentioned her, so, you know, go for it. But I, my advice would be media can be harsh sometimes and just always try and stay respectful and, um, just for to be humane and also just for the pushback at social media. <laughs> it's a, it, we always feel like, um, swim swam is, is definitely, the the hard grinding lay in your base season type work and they because when you show up it's at certain big meets then it's then you're dealing with major media and that can be very interesting because that they can just do the cursory little bio type reporting hitting the hitting the you know the 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 high points but sometimes it can be harsh sometimes you're really harsh but uh talk to me talk to me about i think a lot of it stems Um, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I didn't want to interrupt oh. you. If you have something to say. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I think a lot of the, the, the stress or the, the things that get to me about it are, um, the comparisons between people, you know, there's a difference between, you know, reporting someone's times and then vividly stating this person did this and now looks like this person's now for sure going to win. Like no doubt about it. I think it just, you know, as much as we try as athletes to not let that get to us, it does sometimes. And I try not to read things like that. And it happens to come across my feet a lot. And I think, um, it just can mess with you, especially when you're in such a stressful environment, you know, you're a few weeks away from Olympic trials, one of the most stressful weeks in the world. Um, you know, everything's going a hundred miles an hour in your brain and just reading something like, Oh, even just an article. It's like, why do I care? But it's like, Oh, you're not going to win anymore, Abby. Like, blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean? It's just like, Oh my gosh, are they right? So I think, you know, it just comes across and across and across as, um, just being overwhelming. And I think that's where it comes and stems from. So, um, the difference between reporting and, and, uh, stating invalid things maybe <laughs> Opin- opinions matter and uh, opinions you, we, do matter your, and your opinion yeah. was heard it was heard it was heard very loudly and i there, never want to be disrespectful but that's where it stemmed from you know, it's, it, well I and i think it. a lot of people yeah i think i was just in a, a zone to speak on behalf of a, a way i know a lot of athletes feel too sometimes so which just stems from stress honestly Trials is a pressure cooker. It is a pressure cooker, and it is one of the most stressful beats in the world for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that I'm never going to go to another. <laughs> I, I, I know. I probably have one more in me, and then you know I might be watching from then on out. You know that there's that moment when everyone everyone retires, and it's bittersweet. But it's you know, oftentimes when athletes get to the end, they're like, you know, you're. That when you start thinking these thoughts of like, I'm never really going to feel that much pain again. I'm never going to have to I know. force myself into this kind of pain or emotion, emotional 
or physical. And suddenly, you know, it's, you're like, I'm okay with this transition. It's good. Yeah. I, I, at one point I, I have a couple more years left me, I think, but um, there is a time when I'm like going to be able to let it go, be sad, but be like, I had my run. Now I'm going to enjoy watching people have their run. <laughs> well, you're, you're in the thick of it now. And this weird, this year is another weird year. World championships were off then they were back on. Has it been hard to stay focused with, you know, with that happening? It's like, we're in the middle of a war and, you know, suddenly Fina saying, you know, Russian athletes, Belarusian athletes can't attend, they can't participate. It's been, I just feel like we came out of the, out of the pandemic into an Olympics and into this year and it's been chaotic again. So where's your head at? Yeah, it definitely caught me off guard when worlds got rescheduled. Um, it was canceled and I was like, okay, you know what, like a year off or a summer off, um, not going to be bad, you know, good mental break before the next chaotic year and a half comes where there's like 3 million world championships and like, I feel like 5 million Olympics are coming up, you know, <laughs> like, I feel like that's what it feels like in my brain. Um, and then it got rescheduled. And the fact that the dates got switched really messed with me because I have you know, a lot of things happening. Like I said, I need to be in touch with my outside life and I have a lot of things going on this year with family and friends, you know, a lot of weddings going on and um, the things that I really want to be a part of life events for my friends and family. And um, it happens, worlds got rescheduled and now it's during one of my friend's weddings and during one of my, one of the bachelorette parties I'm in that wedding for. Um, so it's, it's during important life events that I have to make a decision about. Um, so it's definitely hard. Uh, it brings a different level of stress, especially, you know, not expecting it uh, at all, especially after World was just completely canceled. So, and then the war going on. And then, so there's a lot going on. It adds a different level of stress. You know, it's earlier in the year. I have trials in three weeks and it's crazy. I'm like, uh, I'm not ready. Like, oh my gosh. Um, so it's definitely like a different feeling, a different level of stress. And that's where I just kind of have to take it one day at a time and just do my best and see what happens and make a decision after and see, see where, see where everything leads. So, um, it's, it's different than any other year, especially knowing that I have a lot coming up as well. Um, and then ISL getting postponed or yeah, postponed and, um, so many different things maneuvering around. So. Um, I know it's not just me. Everyone has things going on in their life too. So um, I know a lot of people were a little, a little crazy sad when world's dates got moved. <laughs> Every talk to a lot of elites on, on, yeah. on camera, off camera, in text messages. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not the only person who's, who was, who was like, Oh, I will. The only person who was like, I, I'm, I want there to be a world championships was Caleb. And I'm like, because privately, most everyone was saying, you know, we could just go to nationals in August or just take the summer off. I don't and necessarily want there not to be a world. I was just a little sad that the dates got moved. Like I thought if they were going to reschedule it, they could just leave the original dates because everyone had like life events happening this year. I feel like that were planned around those dates and now it's moved. So it got a little messed up and it's sad, but. Um, I'm okay with worlds happening if they were just the original dates, <laughs> but I mean, you know, things happen and you have to make decisions. And if this is the worst decision I ever have to make, you know, it's going to suck, but 
either way. Um, so yeah. Fair enough. So on the, on the spectrum, you're like, you know, you're like, I'm fine with worlds. Just, you know, stick with your right, stick with the date you had in, to begin with. Yeah. Stick with the original dates. <laughs> All right. Well, we have, we have Brent, <laughs> we, we've got Brent Nowicki's cell phone number, the, the CEO, executive director of FINA. You can, you can, you can text him and start giving a hard time. Tell him, tell him <laughs> no, what's I don't up. need to do that. <laughs> but you could. I could. Maybe he'll watch this. <laughs> okay. You, 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 here's the thing. You can't, um, you know, n- having heard this answer, I still have to ask this question. So I'm going through my questions. Um, so I have to ask swim nerd questions because I go to the staff. Australian, okay. Australian sprinting. Uh, okay. Clearly on top right now. It's, yes. um, you know, for Team USA, that's like, whew, whoa. So, you know, what is, what is, is, is that, does it change the way, the way our women's sprint elites think what has to be done? Is there something that could be learned from that? Um, I mean, yeah, there's always more to learn and Australia has been crushing it. Um, especially on the women's side for sprinting. Um, I definitely would love to see what they're up to over there. Um, you know, you can always learn more and I, I'm so intrigued on how they're, they're thriving, um, and women's printing so much. Um, I personally, it doesn't change how I think and how I train. I know it works for me and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to change a few things up once in a while, you know, try something new, um, see if it works. So, um, I actually have a good friend, Maddie Wilson and I got really, really close at ISL. So, um, we talked about it actually all the time and how the U S differs from Australia and how interesting it was on how we do training camps and how we train. And, um, so they've got it going on over there and they're all really sweet and fast, <laughs> um, was talking about, you know, eventually hoping to go out there and visit Maddie and be able to hit up their training a little bit for like a week or so, you know, so. Um, Australia is killing it and the U S could definitely hopefully give them a run for their money. Still, <laughs> well, if you showed up on deck, I think they'd be like, hop in, let's go down under. If you went down under and I know said, they're hey, so I'm nice. Up. Um, I know. Yeah, they're so nice and it would be so fun. Um, so that's definitely a goal before I stop swimming is to get down there and train with Maddie and whoever she trains with. Um, that'd be really fun and see, see their setup, um, just for the fun of it. So I've been to Australia once before and it was so fun, um, in 2014 for Pampax. So i um, definitely want to get back there. So fun, but raining the entire time, right? Is it? Oh, at Pampax. Yeah, it was, it was pouring, but still Australia. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Well, the, interestingly, so we're having this conversation. This is recorded. This is going to drop after there's another conversation that's recorded. Interestingly, it's going to be with the new leadership of ISL. And oh. so I'd like the questions I'm going to be asking is, you know, is 2023 really we're canceled this year is 2023 happening. Will yeah. all the athletes be compensated in a timely basis? Uh, you know, what, what are you oh. going to do if you're going in 2023 to, to make the league more exciting and more of a business. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions that maybe I could, I could, I could ask? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, ah, man, no, I don't think so. I don't have any questions. Maybe the payment aspect, but like, will we get paid? Um, that's a hope. So, 
Uh, but no, I don't. Um, I think they're changing it every year. They do it. There's something different and they're trying to figure out what's work, work, what works best and what keeps people coming back. So um, I think they're, they're figuring out things on their own, but no, personally, I don't have any, any questions. My dog was, is going crazy. I was hoping you'd have a singer. You could just like, Mel, you need to ask them this. No, I don't. I don't have any questions. That's okay. It's all good. It's all good. We'll, we'll, Sorry we'll, to be boring. We'll, you're not boring. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, I do think it's interesting. The, so the the person, Konstantin Kudrev, is no longer CEO. They have another, they're going to have a new CEO and a new commissioner. So, I, and I and I actually like, uh, I like what I'm hearing so far, but it's yet to be seen. And uh, they can answer our questions. Yeah. The, um, you know, some things I remember in terms of just in the past and in, in terms of your coverage, because I, I, I read a lot of, I'm on the business side of some swam, so I read a lot of it like a fan and it just sort of rolls through the feed and I'm reading. Um, do you have any, do, do you have any issues with your wrist, any injury there or is, or is it, is that healing or is it, is it like, Oh, with my elbow. Yeah. Oh no, I don't really have any issues. It gets sore randomly, but, um, like actually it was so pretty pretty much today in the water, but no, I don't have any issues with it. Um, that was luckily a no break situation. So, um, just really badly sprained a couple minor tears, um, that happened, but no, um, luckily that's long behind me and no issues there. (laughs) Cool. Is there, is there, is there, is there a difference between training undergrad and training as a pro at Cal? Yeah. Um, I think just mentally, um, I still train with the college team. Um, definitely like in situation right now, they just got back from NCAA. So I was swimming, um, you know, doing sets like by myself or when the girls are completely gone, I, I have the pleasure of swimming with the guys. Um, and so I have someone to train with luckily. Um, but other than that, like today, since I'm tapering differently than other people because they just got off of me um i'm swimming by myself basically but still at the same time as the college team so i think mentally it's just different it's harder for sure just because you don't have a whole team with the same goal you know you're not all one going for spring ncaa's you're not going to pack 12s you're not traveling to meets you're not having like those dual meets um so it's definitely different it's harder mentally i think um for me especially i don't love swimming alone so it's it's definitely harder um but it's, it is, there are a lot of perks to it also, you know, I am in that stage of my career where I'm old enough where I don't have to do as many doubles as them. <laughs> I can do other things. Um, I, I know when I need a little bit less, a little bit more. Um, I can kind of just like go by the seat of my pants and talk with Terry about it instead of just like, here's the schedule you're doing it like every other person here. Um, so there's some perks and then there's the fallback, you know? Um, so I definitely am struggling with it still and have in the past, like just kind of not being a part of the team. Um, but I'm getting used to it and I'm finding things and ways to make it work. Um, uh, so yeah. Cal's always been, you know, this epicenter of talent and, you know, it's, it's in the history goes deep, but, um, how soon did, did you guys know about Maggie McNeil going to Cal? Oh, uh, I knew a little bit ago. Um, Terry told me probably maybe a month or two ago, a couple months ago, maybe that she was looking um, and she was waiting to hear back about her application. 
And then it was finalized a couple of weeks ago and I found out and um, I think it'll be great. I think it's always awesome to have someone with her talent come into the program, um, especially from a different program. You know, you can always learn something from a different program so she can bring something and Terry can help her in different ways she's never experienced. And so I think it's going to be really good for the program. And obviously she's super fast. So to have her there in training too will help other people. It'll help me. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. No, it's a big talent. Are you guys buddies? Do you guys know each other or is this going to be a new relationship? I know her. I don't know her super well. I mean, I've met her. Um, we're, we're acquaintances. We'll probably become friends once I get to know her more. <laughs> she's super nice. She's a, she's a speedo athlete. I know. I know her, but I don't like on a personal level, level know her yet. Yes. <laughs> speedo family's tight. It's got to be tight. It, yeah. I haven't been at a shoe with her yet, so. That's right. You, you have to, you, you've got to, you've got to be, uh, you've got to do a shoot. You've got to hang out in yeah. the trailer and eat craft services together. I and know. <laughs> call your, call your texture coach and say, yeah, I got my workout in, but you know, it was really just warm up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know too well. Yeah, I do. The, um, all right. Let's, uh, let me ask you this. Let's, let's, let's bring it back to Speedo and let's talk okay. about, you know, being a part of the Speedo's Make Waves campaign. Tell me about that. Was that pretty yeah. cool? That was awesome. Um, so fun. I remember being asked to do it and I was like so honored. I was like, this is awesome. Um, and I went to a shoot. I, w- I did like a day trip to LA for a shoot for that. Jamal was there. Um, I, that's when I first met Jamal. And we did a shoot together. The photos were so cool. Um, I had my na- my face plastered on like a giant building off the 405 in LA. And I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> um, but it was so cool to be able to be a part of that. And actually, like, hopefully, you know, be a part of a campaign that means something too. Um, you know, but for my, my part of the campaign was uh, female body positivity. Um, and, you know, how being muscular isn't always seen as you know feminine and how as an athlete sometimes that's just like what you look like you spend years training you're gonna have muscle etc so um that was my part of the campaign and I thought it was really 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 awesome to be a part of and that they asked me to do it um so speedo's always coming up with um things like that that they're trying to make a difference not only just in like the sport but in like you know the world I guess you could say um especially like female empowerment and different, you know, different parts of people other than just sport. So, um, I think it's really cool and I loved it. I'm, I'm, I like speedos. I don't want to say political, but it is kind of a political orientation. And, um, I like the things that they stand for and snooping. I, sometimes I, 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 I feel like I, I, I've seen some tweets from you and the, and they're, they've really been about, um sports empowering women is, is that, I, is that something? I haven't been on twitter in years <laughs> so what, so what, um, so I, i'm i mean i've i mean i've seen them is that am i wrong i mean maybe past ones i have no idea i have to go on my i don't even think i have it on my phone anymore <laughs> i've got it right here i'm gonna i'm, I'm, I'm scrolling please through. show me what did i what did i tweet <laughs> i literally don't know i don't even think it's downloaded on my phone anymore <laughs> um but I'm sure it is. I'm sure I've retweeted stuff or whatever, but um, maybe it was, oh yeah, I don't really know. Maybe it was like some of the stuff from, um, from college swimming or something like that. But, from college yeah. swimming. but no, if yeah. it, falls, it falls in line with your make waves campaign. Okay, cool. I'm glad. 
I'm glad I didn't tweet anything in my sleep. <laughs> I don't remember tweeting anything <laughs> unless I got hacked. <laughs> I just, I just like that you, that you said your Twitter's deleted. It's kind of a shouting match. <laughs> I actually don't really use Twitter. Maybe I should start again. Maybe this is a sign. No, I have too much social media. I don't need to do that. <laughs> do you answer I'm trying to get DMs? off social media. Do you answer your DMs uh, on Instagram? I don't see all of them, but I do try to some of them. Yes. It's so weird that you could be a 12 year old. I'm a 12 year old female kid. who was like just immersed in the sport and love it so much. And Abby's, you know, I, I love Abby and, and when you can just, just DM them. I know. Well, it goes. So I think my account doesn't tell me when I have a new DM or a request or anything. So all the DMs, if I don't follow you, they go to my requests. Um, and the requests, like I don't scroll through. Um, so, and I rarely look at the requests too. So, um, so if someone DMs me and, and I don't respond, I'm sorry, but I, I just haven't seen it. Like I, it just goes to my request. I don't get a notification or anything. So I that's see, the way. Yeah. This is an observation. It's just like that everybody's so accessible and swimming, swimming and swimming stars have always been kind of accessible to the base and to everybody. And it's been this, you know, familial yeah. experience. We are super close to, to age groupers, to their parents, to, you know, everybody knows everybody, uh-huh. but in the world of social media, it's like, let's just say that little Melvin would have been DMing, you know, a lot of people all the time. <laughs> if they ever scroll through the request, you'd just be like, <laughs> who is this person? <laughs> No, I never think that. I just, uh, I don't get to all of them. So, <laughs> sorry. Would you have done that? Would you have done that? Let's just go back in time. Would I have done that? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. And who would, who, to, for, I would have been all, I still DM people that will never see my DMs. Like, I don't know. Like who, what, what swimmers? Like, what, what, famous who, who people. Your, no, like hero? famous people. Like, not like, not like athletes, but like, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, did, did I don't you? Know. Well, that's, I mean, that's a good question. Did you have somebody when you were younger and you're like, you know, I look up to this, this athlete, I'd, I'd like to emulate them. Um, I mean, so I started swimming really late. So everyone's like, when you were really young, who did you look? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't even like watch swimming or know about swimming when I was really young. I started really late. Um, so I like learned the strokes when I was nine, like learned what breaststroke was when I was like nine years old. Um, so I would say once I learned swimming, I always looked up to um, like Natalie Coughlin and Beisel. I loved them both. And I, um, I was even ever since I've been on a team with Beisel in 2014, like she was always like my literal idol. So um, in swimming, that's who I looked up to Um, when I was younger. Like I said, I was not, I didn't grow up around sports. um, So I, I never really had like a huge athlete that I looked up to. And I wish it was different, honestly, but. Um, until I was submerged in swimming myself, I don't think I ever was like aware of how cool sports were I mean, and how you, many. Yeah. You drop by. So I like by. everybody like, if you don't like, if you don't, if like you don't Beisel, like Beisel, I can't like you. Yeah. I yeah. can't like you if you don't like Beisel. Like who doesn't like Beisel? I know she's probably everyone's hero, but she is literally my, like, she's just so cool. Faisal is cool. And, you she's know, so really, cool. yeah. And, you know, she's, she's, you know, in the NBC seat, you know, she's supposed to be, she's being groomed to take, take that position that Rowdy. Yeah. And she's so good at it. Yes. She's fantastic. She's so and, good um, at it. 
Yeah. So I, so she, I, I like that. I like that you dropped Beisel. And I also yeah, like, I also Beisel. like knowing this about you that like you started so late. It's like you didn't have, you know, I, I had endless people that I was like, I thought that they were just swimming gods and I worshiped them. I would say my little prayers to them every night. <laughs> I'd pray to Pablo Morales and Rowdy Gaines as a small young swimmer, <laughs> but you didn't do that. No, you, yeah. you were, no, you were, I didn't. I didn't even start swimming till later. So, um, yeah, different route for me. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you know what? I've, I've held you for longer than, than I should have. And, but I, I feel oh, like good. I know you a little bit better. Um, so <laughs> let, let's, let's put a, let's, hey, I have two, two questions. Do you have a, do, are you, are you somebody who has like a daily affirmation or is there like a ritual thing you do? Cause you talked about, you know, being outside of swim and, and having, you know, you have your refurbishing, um, just having a life outside the sport, but do you have something that, you know, that like you live by? Um, I, I don't think I have like an affirmation that I say every day. Um, I try to find the positive in the day, no matter what, like if I'm having a hard day, I'll try and find the positive. Um, I have like, a, I haven't done it in a while. I have a, a gratitude journal next to my bed that I do sometimes. Um, especially when I've had a hard day, I'll just be like, what, what was good out of today? Um, and I try, like, obviously we all go, get in our moods and our days. Um, but I definitely try and find something that is positive of the day, whether that be like, it was really warm out today and I got to take my dogs to the park or it was really warm out and I got to go swimming today. That's something I enjoyed with my afternoon practice with the sun. Um, so some days are like awesome and I don't even have to think about it. And then some days, I mean, I'll have them like, I'm struggling with, you know, swimming or something. And I'm like, well, what's something good that came out of today or um, what's something that I could be grateful for today. So that's something that I try to do. Um, and it really helps me a lot. And um, so, yeah, I would say I have an affirmation, but I guess you can call that an affirmation. So it's just finding something positive in, in the day. Do you have a gratitude journal? Did that you, that I you, do. Feel like you do, did you just out of curiosity, have you always had one or did you start one during the pandemic? Maybe. I started one because Terry gave us one uh, when I was still on the team and we do, the team still does it. I don't have mine, but she gave the team one, I think in 2019, maybe she started it or I don't even know, 2020, I don't know. She gave us all our own five minute journals um, and we would do it as a team every morning in the team room. Um, you'd have your journal, you just keep it in your locker um or something and you like before we get in the pool everyone would just like fill out their journals really quick and the team still does that um they'll just like quickly take two minutes or something and jot down like their intention for the day and like something they're grateful for um and so terry started that and then when i was off the team i didn't get another book so i bought my own <laughs> so uh, yeah so i have it next to my bed good for you i like that yeah i like yeah. that okay i mean it's really fun Okay. Final question. You got to knock this okay. out of the park. This is a big closer. Okay. Um, probably should have warned you ahead of time. Uh, what's in your speedo bag? What's your, what's your go-to? What's your, what's your, what your one piece of speedo gear? It's like, this is, I, you know, the world, the, the apocalypse happens. I've got to hang on to this. Oh, there's a couple. I love my pink and white cow cap that they made me, my speedo cow cap with my name on it. Um, we got to do, we always get to do custom colors and I did a white cap with pink logo and name. And so I, I love that. And I get compliments on it all the time. So probably my cap and my goggles, I wear the speed pockets and they're also my favorite in the world. They're so comfortable and I race in them. I
etc. So my cap and my goggles never changes up. My speed sockets and my pink and white cow cap. <laughs> You've been listening to the Swim Swam Podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.